Hello everybody and welcome to episode 107 of Operation Retroshock. I am one of your hosts, Alan Price, and alongside me on this absolutely scorchio sunny day in beautiful Northern Ireland is Mr. Chris Fint. Hello, Alan. How are you? Uh, I'm warm. By the way, eight years ago, Alan Price wrote Larry Kenny. Great news, huh? I'm playing Claudus, Father Lionel, recorded the first episode yesterday. You love these wee time-hop throwbacks, don't I love you? them. There's, there's so much fun to throw into, into this. But so. yeah, um... What what is what is this weather for I know, what is outside? This? I'm wearing shorts. Chris is actually wearing shorts. I think this is probably one of the I could probably count on one hand. Probably wouldn't even I'd probably two, get away with, I'd probably get away with half a hand. You probably would do. The yeah. amount of times I have seen Chris in a pair of shorts. Probably I don't even think like when we were in like In New Orleans I wore them. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. The only other time probably would have been like New Orleans. Yeah, because in New York I didn't. And then that's whenever it was like really sunny and I was wearing black t shirts and like I'm sweating buckets here. New Orleans was absolutely terrible for that because it was so humid as well. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we're kind of experiencing our random kind of week and a half, you know, if we're lucky, uh, weeks of summer here, everybody in Northern Ireland. It's absolutely, for us, tropical 22 degrees Celsius. That's about, if my maths is correct, just under 72 degrees Fahrenheit for you American listeners. <laughs> and probably if there's any American listeners that are on the West Coast are going... 72 degrees Fahrenheit are you having a joke that's nothing yeah but then that's, that's, that's a winter day in LA yeah but when it's, that's LA you know like which you know compare that to like Belfast yeah yeah you look up you compare the weather between LA and Belfast and you'll be like alright I see why they're getting happy that they've but actually it's actually, got some it's actually crazy it's 22 degrees Celsius we're warmer than some of like the Spanish islands that folks go to on holiday over here. Yep. It's just like how how does this even happen? Yeah. We're just we're used to rain so much over here, folks, that it's actually then, quite nice. That was the thing was whenever I went across for Heroes and Villains that the sun was splitting the trees on a Saturday and then Saturday night thunderstorms. Yeah. There's been a lot of thunder at the moment, yeah. but I just don't think it can Maybe that's it. the thundercats roaring, I don't know. <laughs> um but yeah, excuse us if we're actually enjoying it. But mind, over here people are terrible for the weather because we always complain about it when it's raining. Yeah, oh, it's too, it's too warm for me. Second, too the warm second it me. goes above 15 degrees Celsius yeah. over here, it's like, too warm, done. As, as Peter Kay says, I like it warm, but not this warm. <laughs> oh, it's sticky, it's sticky. You know, and that's <laughs> what t- it we're is. We're terrible for it. Yeah. We just complain about rain. And then song and comes well, out and it's just like... It's like, I really wish it brightened up. Like, why are we talking about the weather for like the first five minutes? And here's the weather report from Alan and Chris. Well, today you'll find... So, everybody, yes, welcome to episode 107. Let's not hang about too much then. Chris, we're going to talk about your little trip to London. Yes, it was good fun. So it was. Uh, that's it. Okay, that's well. it. Episode's done. Yep, episode's <laughs> done. Shortest episode in the history of ever. But uh, it mainly involved a little con called heroes and villains fan fest yes it did um which i actually bought my tickets for in june last year that's crazy so whenever you think about how long it was like a year and a bit that i bought my celebration tickets before i actually went to them but before i start i have to thank karen who got me some autographs from a different convention Um, so she got me violet bean who plays jesse quick Um, she also got me did you watch Gotham yes um, Maggie Giha who plays Poison Ivy got you, yeah. and then the biggest one was Kristen Ritter oh, who very plays cool. uh, Jessica, Jessica Jones. Jones or 
don't trust the apartment or don't trust the B in apartment 23 or whatever um, she's in I do so not know this TV show <laughs> it's like a comedy show and then she was in something else but I can't remember what it was so thank you Karen for getting me the awesome, that, stu- awesome stuff that was um, a couple of weeks beforehand and had like some Paul Black thorn in there and that was the one that Melissa I never I always go to say Benoist I think. yeah I always go to say Benoit and it's just like nope um, she I, was, it fills you into thinking yeah, like it's she, she was thought. she was meant to be there for that, but then she got a Broadway gig, so she cancelled that and then went to that. So people um, haven't had the best of luck with seeing her over this neck of the woods. No, Alpha. no, because she was meant to be at this Heroes and Villains last year, and then she said she had to cancel due to work, and then she posted like a photo of this like really beautiful scenery, and then the uh, the guy who I think it's James Fraser, is it? who runs Heroes and Villains then kind of chewed her out on social media and then it turned out that that was you know that dream that she has yeah like the big field yeah that's what it was and uh, he didn't believe her so that's whenever they thought that she would never be back for Heroes and Villains again drama drama Anna what is that there's things floating in the air I think that's a dandelion yeah well just let it float (laughs) just slightest bit of sun and just everything goes mad over here with this as well You've probably seen my photographs, have you? I've seen some of them, yeah. Okay, so I'm going to show Alan my photographs and my autographs. If you want to see them in person, well, not literally in person, but if you go to youtube.com after this forward slash Ventomania, you will be able to see, you know, me holding up the photograph, holding up the autograph. Getting the photographs in early today? Yeah, well, I thought I might as well before, you know, like normally within about half an hour, that's whenever I find people go to sleep. Uh So like at the TLN, that's whenever they wake up and they'll be like, what? what was that you know so well we'll get them tweeted out on the twitter sphere and all that sort of stuff as well for you so at retroshock pod for all that so we'll run down the schedule here we'll go stop by stop chris has kindly provided me his schedule for the day specifically for his photos on the saturday so we're going to start off with 12 p.m on saturday and that is diggle himself mr david ramsey yeah, so the good thing about heroes and villains is that you get to if you have a photograph you can share with one other person so nice. I was sharing with Karen because she wanted to meet David Ramsey I already paid for it so we saved her you know he was like 50 or 60 quid right um, this was one that I actually won in a raffle there was like a raffle right. page um, so this Happy one um, was one that I actually won um, so it was very pleasant with the photographs obviously it's a very quick process yeah. you know you stand there the person takes the photo looks at the photo and shouts next and then you basically walk around out the back and then walk down to pick up your photo right so it's fairly quick yeah it's the showmasters one for the likes of lfcc and stuff is like it's very instant it's like you walk around you meet them you walk around and then you get your photo right it's very whereas mcm has been like a bit of a cluster for people yeah so but like this obviously just walking down and you had two printers one for say david ramsey and one for any other ones yes so he was a nice guy to meet um every time though i went past his autograph booth because you had this all up upstairs and you had designated lines so yes. they would say that we'd have like a and almost like a like a horse race you had this big screen <laughs> and it said like david ramsey and we'll have general access vip gold platinum and i would tell you what line to go into right, okay. so you go in so they would go with the disabled people first right yeah. so gold platinum vip and then general access so we'll get on to more of that to do with the autographs now there were some people like david ramsey i didn't get autographs from okay. um because again i hadn't seen him out of this booth 
and there's stuff later on we'll go on to to do with um, a certain aspect that is becoming part of a convention as well. Right, okay. Not for everyone, you know, like I'd rather pay this, mm-hmm. you know, like and get a pro photo. The good thing with this as well is that with this, they also give you the digital version handy. of it. That's so if you can see there. Yes. You actually just go to Celeb Photo Ops, you type in that number, it gives you the digital one. All right, so they and actually then, put the number and all on the photo. Yeah, so it's you. actually just there, so that's a lot handier. Well, it just means it gives you the freedom to have as many other copies of it as you want, really. Exactly, whereas with LFCC, you have to pay an extra fiver. Nah, so one of the good things about having a scanner now is uh-huh. that you just scan it and then I can scan it to my phone nice. and that way I have the digital copy and I'm saving money that way unless it's somebody big like say a Mark Hamill or a Benedict Cumberbatch or whatever so have that but yeah very nice guy just you know you go up shake you know shake their hand and then you ask them if you want a certain pose which mm. again we'll get on to yeah later we on, will indeed you know so so after mr david ramsey at twelve fifty p.m we had uh josh sagara okay right so because i got an autograph from josh uh, there okay so with josh as you can see, oh, as you can see, he's wearing a No Holds Bar t-shirt. I spotted that throughout the weekend. Yeah. And it, it, it made me pop. So I said to Karen, can I have the side where he's, you know, like at, at Hogan. Hogan and then just pointed to Hogan. On the Sunday, he was actually wearing a t-shirt that had, remember whenever Sting and the Ultimate Warrior were a tag team? Yes. I cannot, for the life of me, remember what their tag team name was. Oh, it- was something like the boulders or so, it was something silly like that it was crazy yeah but yeah. i know the one you mean but he had a t-shirt on for that now the thing was on the sunday he was wearing a baseball cap yes but one good thing was whenever he was doing his photo he took his hat off Aye. you know so because it could very easily cast a shadow on his face yeah, yeah. that's one thing i find thinking back to when we met Shawn Michaels mm-hmm. at Mania, I think he was wearing a cap yeah, at the time, was. if I remember. And you actually can see in the photos, there's just a bit of yeah. kind of shade under you, the peak. Well, with Shawn Michaels, you don't know if he's looking for you or looking at you. Ooh. But he's one, <laughs> Josh is one, he's one, he's such a nice guy. And it makes it even more amazing that he plays such a good villain. Yeah, it's because I kind of mentioned it before in the last episode, before you were heading off, that he, from what I have seen previously from folks who have met him at cons. Yeah. He just seems so full of energy and so interested in you and stuff like that. He was one that whenever the guys met him last year had raved, ranted and raved about how good he was and I was like, surely he's not that good. But whenever I went up for the autograph, obviously he's wearing that No Holds Bar t-shirt and my first words to him was, what's that smell? Because obviously that's yeah. part of Hogan. When, and then he was going, oh, you know, like, and then he was laughing and he yeah. said, what's that smell? But it's crazy that some of the nicest guys make the best villains. Yeah. Yeah, because there was another one that we met very much at the last, which I'll show you on my phone later on. Um, but he was just, that's what I got signed by him as well. That's pretty cool. Which he says he actually has that framed. Now, it's uh, Faces of Evil number one, uh, one shot of Prometheus. So the thing was, he kind of, before he signed, you could kind of see him, you know, going like this and thinking, you know, Lining it up. how long will my signature fit here or yeah. there? So he signed it and he said, I, I always asked him to get it personalized because I'm not going to sell these running. These yeah. are a memento from an event. So with that, I got him to sign that and he was just asking how we were. And I said, like, you know, thanks to him. And I just said to him about the guy, uh, my friends met you last year and spoke really, really highly of you. And I can see why now. 
and he was just you know saying you know like oh be good Chris and I was like okay but he was, <laughs> you know but he was just a really down to earth friendly guy um, and there's a question you'll come on to later and it's really difficult it's really difficult to pick my favourite photo and it's really difficult to pick my favourite autograph as well but you know he was just a stand up guy to meet and as soon as he was announced was like that's one that I want wanted to meet and uh, just wanted to have a good interaction with and he also mentioned about my t-shirt because my t-shirt was a Casey Jones t-shirt yes. and around it it said you feel this city notice that yeah he said like oh, I can't say exactly what he said but he was <laughs> basically asking about my t-shirt and if I got it at the event and I was like no order from like uh, I can't even remember where I got it from it was like one, of, like those, one of those daily t-shirts one of those shirt yeah. of the day up um, and he said like oh it's really cool and I have another story to tell you later on <laughs> I have a funny suspicion as to who that might involve. Oh. But uh, moving on to one twenty-five pm in the afternoon, you're fairly quick fire here on the Saturday, and that is uh, Miss Emily Bedrick-Hards. Yeah, obviously you can see from the photo, she's very tiny. Yes. So there's a lot of space up above and all. So with the women, I would just go up and ask for a hug. Mm-hmm. Now, there was a couple of people that I didn't feel comfortable doing it with, but I've, because I've seen photos with her hugging other people, right, okay. you know, the likes of Daniel Panabaker apparently suffers from anxiety and stuff. Yes. So I don't want to make her uncomfortable, and I didn't see her doing that with anyone else. Yeah. So with just her... have to weigh it up. Yeah, with her, she was one that I was really nervous about meeting because it's Felicity. Yeah. You know, and, <laughs> you know... With all the women, they're very attractive women, don't get me wrong, but she was one that I asked, can I have a hug? And I was waiting for the no. And she went, yeah, sure. So it's funny because Simon has met her twice and with each of her hugs, it looks like she's pulling away. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, well, look at my photo, <laughs> you know. Um, the only gripe I have, and it's a very small gripe, is she has a nose ring in. Chris. But that's my only. That's just something whenever you have a photograph like that, and that's your only gripe. Do you have any requests for Miss Emily? Uh, please take your nose ring out. Yeah. Yeah, just stand. <laughs> do that. And just put your hand around your nose. I wasn't doing that. <laughs> um, but yeah, she was, she was lovely. But again, because I already had an autograph from her mm-hmm. that um, Dave had got me a year or two prior. I didn't see the point in dropping another 80 odd quid on an autograph because wow. her her um, photograph was kind of, exp- it was like 70, 80 quid. Right. In fact, Stephen Amell was the dearest one, 86 pound. Well, you can kind of expect that. Yeah, so he's the guy. In the I was really day. happy to have met her. That's pretty cool. So after Emily, then moving on to one of my favourites in the Arrowverse at 2pm is Miss Katie Lotts. Very nice indeed. Natalie's well jealous of this. Was she purposely trying to look like Lando in Solo? No, I think she was maybe an escape convict for the day. Because it just, when you go, Chris hasn't actually been to see Solo, folks, so we will be delaying our talk about Solo for probably a few weeks at least. I'm sorry. Um, but if you go and you look at photos of uh, Donald Glover as Lando in the Solo movie, and then look at this mm-hmm. outfit... It's actually surprisingly close in terms of shirt and then kind of like the, the tie thing, kind of like loose tie thing. Yeah. Not exact, but I just saw the picture and I was like, "Wait, is this on purpose <laughs> or something?" But no, it's very, very cool. It's. I love the fact that you know there was one person in particular who I was contemplating getting a photograph with, right? And then I was told by ev- I was told by everyone not to because oh. she 
doesn't smile, and that's right. Katie Cassidy. Okay. So you can see the smile on her face. Yes. And that's what's nice is to have people who are smiling rather than grumpy girls, yes. you know. Yeah. So um, Karen had met her and got a couple of autographs from her as well, and she just she was by far one of the busiest people there. Every time we went past, this doesn't shock me. Like. Every time we went past, now she was really busy. You know who was really quiet? Who? Franz. Right. He had hardly any queue. Um, the likes of you know the Gotham people, some of them were busier than others. But she was just like every time I went past the queue went. You obviously have your gold platinum VIP. Your general access went like this, and then because it was upstairs, you had a bit of a walkway, okay. and then they queued them against the barrier. But it was queued like near enough way. halfway down. Wow! So Karen got her knocked off early on the Saturday because I think I. Yeah, I said to her, well, we'll just wait here because the convention opens at nine for VIP stuff, which I was. Right, okay. Um, because the guys had said to me, like, you will benefit if, you know, this is my first time doing this. So mm-hmm. this is my first time meeting a lot of these people. Whereas so the what guys, does the VIP get you in early, just? It gets you in an hour and a half before the general admission. But then That's considerable. some people, like Stephen Amell was out signing, but then he had a photograph, photo shoot at like half nine and until like 10. But then you had other people who were coming out. Um, so she was meant to be out for half nine. But I think she came out about a quarter to ten. Right, okay. I think we were moseying around the sh- uh, floor. And then Karen's brother messaged her and said, like, she's coming now. So we went up and then we were, like, maybe seventh or eighth in, in the line, which was Not good. Not too bad then. And then whenever you see the big sea of people coming in, you're like, <laughs> right, okay. I'm glad but, I'm here. But they, they do... The way they work it is they do gold, silver first and they clear that line. Then they do VIP and say they've got like five or six VIP. For every three or four VIP, they do one general admission. So people were saying that, you know, they didn't get their autographs or whatever. But if you wanted to do that, then, you know, LFCC, you have like a gold tier, which means that if you have a wristband, you can just go up to anyone and then you pay for the autograph. Got you. Whereas that's like, say, 250, 300 quid. Yeah. And if you're only meeting a small amount of guests, then it's not really worth it. Whereas for me, I really wish that it held off because they were doing buy one, get one free. I was going to say that because the VIP probably isn't one you could complain too much about in terms of pricing because that's one thing I noticed we hear was in Villains Fan Fest quite a bit is they tend to do a decent enough amount to offers throughout yeah. the year oh yeah for their do. different events be it buy one get one free or like three it was like three but, for one general access yeah. mm-hmm. and stuff like that so you know if you're wanting to just ease off and wait sometimes it can sometimes pay off for yeah you. yeah and that's something we'll get on to later on but she was one that was really really nice to meet and she she actually put a thing on Facebook saying that, you know, I want to see everyone's photos. And then she actually added to the people's photos. Fo- so I put mine up and Sam put his up. And we were all part of, like, her London Heroes and cool. Villains album, which was really nice as well. So No, she would definitely be. If I was at an event like that, she would be one of the top ones for me. Because I think, I think her popularity-wise is because she's probably one of the more underrated characters and actors yeah. in the Arrowverse. Well, there was, like, where you were queuing up, over to the right hand side was your panel mm-hmm. um, and I've I've got like a video I'll show you later on because it's loud you yes. know like it'll really wreck the audio um, but one of the questions the le- it was her Franz and Brandon Routh 
and um, they were asked, you know, what's the best thing about their character, and she said that her character is part of the LGBT yeah. community, which I thought was very important as well. And she also, they like she liked the fighting as well. But I was really happy with that how that turned out as I was on. Awesome and. Moving on to what I think is probably one of your favourite photos of the week, and this is just a guess, uh, at 2.40pm on the Saturday was Juliana Harkavy. Yeah, so this is what I got her to sign. That's cool. You know, because she was like, oh wow, so sometimes you'll find things like that that they'll not have seen before. Um, it works out well because it has a Union Jack on the front. Exactly, so that was my thinking behind it. This was maybe Kitty Lots as much as I like her, a photo was enough. Yes. You know, whereas... Legends would be one that I would watch last. I yes. if you know I was Arrow, Flash, Supergirl, Legends would be Legends would be below Supergirl for you. Yeah. Wow. Uh-huh. Yeah. I just okay. think Legends. This will we'll go into much greater oh, yeah, discussions yeah. for these when we do um, our season reviews. And then with Juliana, um, do you follow her on Instagram at all? Or sometimes she had like Instagram isn't my biggest platform. She had like a Super Nintendo and had like games for it. I saw you mention this. So I give her a magical Mickey quest, which was <laughs> a NTSC one. Right. Because Robbie was like, oh, mate, you, you know, and was like, uh, yeah. I've thought of this. Yeah, I work with games. I know these things. And she was made up with it. Um, she was actually the first person we got an autograph from. Um, and she was just lovely. Um, she was actually where they have the table. Obviously, you have them behind the table, but she yes. was on the other side of the table so whenever you went up you were able to shake her hand or hug right, her okay. or whatever so I must have got about three or four hugs from her plus the fact that her husband looks like Miss, uh, your man Champa from NXT seriously two, I will show you photos and you were like <laughs> oh it's the beard bald head everything just like 280 please don't tell me you said this uh, well, I didn't say it to him I was, I was tempted to say Johnny wrestling at him and see if he twigged um but yeah, she was she was great, and um, just thanking me for coming. Her helper was actually coming out, giving out like Jolly Ranchers to oh, people. Cool. So she had. Now I'm glad I met her on the Saturday because on the Sunday she was feeling a bit rough. Ill. I think they some of them the jet lag yeah. kind of hit them. Um, we and we know that feeling well. Yeah, but on the Saturday she was great. But she went away and she kind of I think she maybe just put her head down for like an hour and she came back and she was still you know up until the close of the day she was still meeting people still on the other side of the table still with a smile on her face and everything so she fought through it unlike Hilly Atwell which I met in the LFC, LFCC 2015 who had the same thing and she was just an absolute cow so she was Ooh. oh can't stand that one <laughs> and yeah so I asked her for a hug and then obviously I didn't know that that had happened until I picked up the photo to which I was an absolute creases of. Plus the fact that I don't know if you could see but there is her boot. I, I just noticed that, yeah. You know, so I was made up by how awesome that was. That's and then cool, with Simon, we were actually sitting in a hotel on Sunday evening and we were talking about her and Simon said that, you know, Dave and Gemma met her but they weren't really fond of her character in Arrow. Right, okay. Whereas they met Kirk Eviku, the guy who plays Diaz. Right. And I wasn't fond of his character. And no word of a lie, as soon as we mentioned that, I went on Instagram, and on her Instagram story was her beside Simon. <laughs> no word of a lie. Like, it's, like literally, we finished talking, and I checked, and I went, oh, well, there you go. Well, took a screenshot of he it. he was all made up about that, I'm oh, sure. Oh, yeah, he was indeed. But, yeah, that for me is probably my... F- one of my favourite photos because I it, might be. 
of that. Fair enough, the lips were on the cheek, fair enough, but, you know, I didn't ask. <laughs> no, that's, it's a nice surprise when, because you were probably just so focused off, right, focused yeah. on the picture being taken right now to get it right, because... Pretty, pretty much, because... Don't they, blink, don't they blink. They allow retakes for blinks, but yes. say with the glasses, if there's glare in the glasses, they don't allow things, mm-hmm. but touch wood, all of mine were fine. Um, but because I just asked her for a hug, and then with everyone, she was doing a different face, very yes. much like at the time of recording, Collector Mania's happen, happening, and Ed Edmondson's there, and whenever my friend Gemma went up to meet him, said that his neck was getting sore because he was pulling different faces for everyone. <laughs> Um, which was um, a big thing, but uh, yeah, she was, she was great. So but it's she good was. that people, you know, some people do these just these little things because it just makes you, it just makes it feel that little extra bit special that it isn't just. But that's it, because in other people it could just feel like you're on a conveyor belt. Yeah, yeah, but that's one thing about with the one of the main one of the ones I got with the guys, the Torchwood one, that was every single like because they asked, you know. Gemma, Gemma was marking out about this I've never seen Gemma fangirl before <laughs> but she was getting nervous and then Kai Owen was coming down who plays Reese. he was coming down and we were talking to him and then she was like getting really nervous because Bern Gorman who plays Owen yes she's met all these torture people bar him right okay so this was the because like, he's one that hasn't really been overly on the convention no, circuit no not really because like like Eve Miles and all has done Belfast yeah. in the past were, but and Barman does his fair share of conventions, but Burn isn't one I can at all recall seeing no. too many. And this was the only time basically you're going to have the Torchwood cast together. So the four of us, you know, Dave, Gemma, Simon, and I, we went for that. So big props to Dave and Gemma for inviting me to be part of it. And then Gemma said, "Where do you want to be? Part- where do you want to be next to?" And I went, "Barman." So then, of course, we get up, and Barman goes, "Let's do a pyramid," and it gets down his hands and knees, and I went, "Damn it." I don't want to get that close to Barrowman because <laughs> you know how Barrowman is, you know. So, but we'll talk about more of that later on. Barrowman, so yeah, that's that's all Gemma can say as well. We'll talk about more Torchwood shortly then. Yeah. Uh, moving on then, uh, twenty-five to four uh, on Saturday is Miss Danielle Panabaker. Yeah, she was she was really really nice. Um, a lot, not that I was expecting her not to be nice, but because the guys had said about her, you know, suffering from anxiety it's, and it's, stuff. It's a story I've heard quite a lot from cons where some folks have felt, I'm not going to say feel aggrieved or unhappy with their experience, but that it is quite visible that she obviously is a bit anxious. I think she's getting better because yes. whenever I went, whenever you go up, she goes, hi, I'm Danielle. And you've got a big banner behind her to say who she is. But I love <laughs> the fact that she... Hi. Danielle. Yeah. Hi, Daniel. How are you? But she was introducing herself uh-huh. and everything. But with some of them, you'll get, like, say, her autograph was £40. Pounds, yes. And then her selfie would be £40. Pounds, but if you get the two of them together, it's, like, 60 quid. So I got a selfie with her as well. Oh, cool. I love the fact that it says, though, behind it, no photos. <laughs> but obviously, you can either take it yourself. So with the likes of Josh Segarra, who... Karen and I got a selfie with. He takes the photos because yes. obviously he's got a longer arm than him, but I or her. But I was like, I didn't realize how tall you were. And she went, Well, I'm cheating. Like had heels like that size. <laughs> but again, she was one that, you know, she's lovely to meet and everything. But um, she was one that I didn't feel comfortable, I you know, getting getting yeah. a hug from. Yeah. But I was happy with how that no, that turned well. out. You know, like and plus the fact that she's smiling. 
you know. So she definitely puts me in mind of being very similar to the Kate to the Caitlin yeah, character yeah. in how she is in real life because the Caitlin character, as you've seen throughout the seasons, is always I'm not going to say felt or appeared insecure, mm-hmm. but has been through a lot in their life, so yeah. kind of has trouble maybe being very outward in the world. So probably art imitating life and stuff like that a wee bit. Um, but moving on to probably what you would say would be one of the biggest ones of the weekend would be at uh, 25 to 5, Mr. Oh, Stephen Amell. There's my Daniel Panabaker autograph as well. nice. So she asked, I asked her if she wanted to sign it in blue or gold, because yes. I thought blue because Killer Frost, yes. you know, like blue. Um, so she picked gold and I think it really comes out very well, well yeah. you know. So, uh, yeah, Stephen Amell. Um with the VIP thing, um, I had, uh, he was, I had done Juliana, I'd then done Sean Pertwee for autographs, I think I was listed That's, as down yes, there. we've got them all here. Yeah, so then I did Danielle, then I did uh, uh, Stephen Amell, and then I kind of went up and I went, there's no way. And then she went, can I help you there? And I went, VIP, and she went, go on up. And then just wait there to be called. Now, bear in mind that he had where the VIP was. You had the general access stuff here, yeah. And then over here, you had a line that would go round, 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 Snake round, thing. round, like five things. So say about ten I'm people. Having, each. I'm having WrestleMania access flashbacks. Yeah, uh, think like that. Just but the, just the zigzagging lines. Yeah, that's what it was like. Um, yeah, if you were th- thinking about meet- meeting, like, say, AJ or Bray Wyatt, you think of that line and think of that over there for him. Yeah. So I was able to just go up, pay my 60 quid for an autograph. Now, he wasn't doing selfies because, obviously, you might have people. he's the main guy there. Because I there think was, I remember seeing he stayed late, probably, yeah, or, he, at least on the Saturday. He's the one that comes out. Now, the thing was is that his photo again was this is where i started hitting snags with right, my okay. photos um now his photo was at 4 35 and then i heart had hartley sawyer's at 4 40. um so i had so pretty tight yeah so i went up to the woman i said listen what i do and she went well stephen amell has lots of different batches so he's not going anywhere whereas this guy has one yeah so what i had to do then was with hartley Robbie was on the other side of London at MCM meeting like Letitia yeah. Wright and Rosario Dawson and all this jazz. How so, he pulled that off, I do not know. So then he had to travel an hour and a bit on the train to come over here for them. And he was texting me saying he's nearly here, I'm on my way, I'm in the building. And then he came up and he was a sweaty mess. Like a real... That's, that's, that is the big issue. It's like stuck in the trains and all that nonsense yeah. coming across London and you're like oh I'm, I'm going to get a photo or whatever yeah. and meet this person I'm just like now, drenched now fair enough um, we had he made it with like five minutes to spare so we were queuing up and then I had like a wee um, portable fan which yes. was a godsend because <laughs> in there with this weather as well in a convention hall in with that many people it started getting very warm like I in the main part wherever you're getting autographs because there's light coming in it's kind of cooler um so he cooled down and then we met hartley story and then i had to run around to meet stephen amell but yeah with stephen amell obviously i was going to get two autographs i was going to get this 
and the Casey Jones one, but I decided on just getting this because he was 60 quid. I was like, I can either do that or I can get, say, you know, two other autographs, yeah. you know, and there was one that I kind of wasn't planning on getting, but I was glad that I did. And, and obviously with Stephen Amell as well, like Emily Bett, Emily Bett will either sign Emily Bett Records or EBR. Mm-hmm. So I had to ask him for his full yeah. autograph. Um, but I was really happy with how that came out. Yeah, because that, that gives me flashbacks as well to um, one of the guys who played at the ice hockey for the Giants mm. like years ago. Uh, he would just go uh, TH14. And he was one you would have to request for the full yeah. signature as well. I was like, my opinion would be, especially in your circumstance, if you're going and you're paying 40, 50, whatever it is, hard cash yeah. for a signature, give me that extra second of squiggle. Well, with the likes of, say, Wentworth Miller and Dominic Purcell, there's is literally a line. There's just literally, like, it's nowhere near, like, you look at all these autographs and they're all, you know, like, really in depth, whereas theirs was like, whoop. Yeah, and that was it. It's just a problem when Ruth Miller is one of my favourites in the Arrowverse as well, and it's just like hearing stuff like that makes me go, well, I wouldn't really want your autograph no, then. No, I wouldn't. It would be probably more a photo you'd want. Yeah, exactly. But um, he was really nice to meet, um, chatting, and then he was mentioning about my shirt. So that's why with the photograph then, I said, can you point to my shirt? And then all I saw out of the corner of my eye was this. And I thought, what is he doing? And then he kind of just went like that. Now, I, I know he has a confused face on him, I think he's just trying to do a bit of a mean face as but well. you know what? I actually prefer that because yeah. his smiling face sometimes is his top lip seems yeah. to be hidden. <laughs> and you're like, if you look at photos, you yeah. know, like uh, I'll sh- show you like say the photo that Simon had a year prior to him. He's very, you know, it's not like a, you know, like whereas I'm doesn't, smiling. It doesn't feel a wee bit natural. Yeah, whereas I really liked how like, and again, that was one. I didn't know what was happening. I came down, I lifted the photo, and then I laughed. And that's what happened with the majority of these. And then that's the one with Robbie and I, with Hartley Sawyer, who... See, to be be fair to Robbie, for a man that's kind of legged it across London, he doesn't look too bad at all. No, and then, because Katie Lotz was one that he wanted to meet, and obviously with her photograph being at 2 o'clock in the afternoon, he obviously then met Tom Ellis, who played Lucifer, so he couldn't do that. So I went here, used my VIP lanyard, went up, got a selfie from her, and he had got everything that he wanted done in the 10 minutes he was there, and I was him made up. So, But I didn't realise how tall he was as well. He is, he's a big boy. He was really popular, like especially for autographs, and he was one that, well, once we get on the Sunday, I'll talk about. Um, that's kind of whenever it kind of goes a bit meh. But yeah, um, he was one that was on my top five, Yes. To meet and now Stephen I, this is. Yeah. And now I was like, that's been chalked off now, yeah. so that's that's, that's pretty cool indeed. So autographs you've kind of been mentioning oh, at you the same missed, time. Mr. Italia, oh sorry. Italia yeah. Ricci, who um, was I was meant to have her on the Sunday at eleven o'clock, but because the torchwood photo then was at ten past eleven. Right, okay. I didn't want to be running around. It's a good job that I did move it because we'll get on to that in a minute oh or two. Um, but yeah, um, again, didn't feel comfortable hugging her because her husband, Robbie Amell, is sitting down over here. <laughs> and I was just like, yeah. And plus the fact that this is a nice dress she's wearing, but the dress came just above her knee. And I was like, if I accidentally pull that up or something, and her husband's sitting there, no. 
No. Chris doesn't want punched in the face. No, Chris does, certainly does not want punched So yes, yeah, so you've talked though. a wee bit about autographs. Yeah. So you haven't, you've shown me a few of them here. Is there any other specific things about the autographs you want to talk about? So you've talked a bit about Juliana's, uh, Sean Perkley? Yeah, well I was going to get on to them on, because okay. I have the photos, photos from them as well, Sunday. Anyway. So with the Sunday, now, you've seen the tortured photo, have you? Yes. Right, okay. It, I think, I definitely have to say, I think out of all of your photos probably are the Juliana one which I just thought oh well Chris will be made up with that one yeah it was the one I smiled and laughed about the most yeah that's one that we all kind of we were standing there queuing up and now bear in mind this was meant to start at 10 past 11 and then Kai Owen comes down and he's talking to us and he was talking to Gemma about other conventions like Miracle Day which is all Torchwood based yes. and then Bern Gorman goes past and then Barrowman goes past now, Barman goes past half an hour later. Right. Okay. So then goes, I'm so sorry, guys, for keeping you there. And, you know, I was really apologetic. Now, they'd obviously been out in the lash, out in the drink the night before. And <laughs> I'm starting I'm starting to get worried because this is now approaching, say, 25 to 12. And I okay. have my Sean Pertwee and David Mazous photo. Okay. So I've said to him, listen, once this is over, I basically have to run around and go back up to then go. The photo areas were, you had one here, one here, one here, one here. So the, you had four of them, which were all in the same room. Right, okay. So I had to then basically run around. And so they picked up the photo and I would go back in. Now, bear in mind again, I have no idea what this photo looked like at this stage until I saw them after I'd done my Sean Pertwee and David Mazous one. Um, but whenever we're queuing up we just hear the screaming and screaming and screaming and I'm like it's going to be Barman isn't no, it no it was Eve <laughs> oh, right, okay. so <laughs> I just I don't put anything past Barman so I'm looking at Simon thinking what have we entered into here what House is, of horrors. what is going to happen here but you see them going in and they're standing there and they have music on and they're all dancing and we're like come on in and then every single photo was different you know, like, our photo is different from the person who got their photo before us and the person who got their photo last. They're all... It was just whenever him and the woman who played Tosh, is it? Yes. Went, let's do a pyramid! And then they got on the floor and then... Um, Everybody else was like... Kyle oh, no. and puts his leg on him and then um, Gareth David Lloyd just looks like he's melting the camera with his face. And then they're trying to get up. And they can't get up. And then Simon goes leave and Bernard Gorman's like, no, don't go. And I'm like, what's going on? So I was like, right, I have to go and run round to meet Sean Pertwee and David Mazous. And I was the last person for that. Wow. So I just got there and no, like, you know, just before that. So because I then was meeting the majority of the Gotham people on Sunday, I was wearing my Good, the Bad and the Butler t-shirt. I didn't ask him to do that, but he just did it. And I was like, Oh, so now I have two photos of somebody pointing to my T-shirt. Um, and he, David, David Mazous, I keep going to say David. David? Yeah, David. <laughs> um, he was great. Um, it's crazy because I, I kind of fell out of Gotham after season two, so it's very weird seeing that picture and seeing how tall he is now. That's the thing, is that whenever I got an autograph from him, the 8x10s, you see him as a little child, mm-hmm. and then you see him, like, you know, now. So that's the one I got Sean Pertwee to sign. Um, he was asking me where I was from, and then I was saying, "Oh, I, I just say Belfast because you don't that's, say that's just you know, general. You thing just you say Belfast, and then once you say that, he was saying that he was over at Belfast at Sun Lake Beach, and they were doing this really dark movie, 
and he said like but the beach was so beautiful and i said you may near enough had to go somewhere else and because david mazuz wasn't out to sign i said alfred slipping in what do you mean went, well, where is he where's bruce wayne I said and you know so he signed it and i was a double o alfred so he's asking me my thoughts on the um what's his surname alfred Pe- penny pennyworth pennyworth like the you know the spin-off, spin-off thing to do with that and he said it's nice that gotham has shown that people are interested in the character and i went oh yeah i said like i'm not bsing you because you're in front of me but alfred is my favorite character my favorite hero in gotham you know like and he's one of my favorite characters because he has a lot more he's now again like i said i kind of stopped around season two Mm -hmm. so i don't know what's happened after that but i would say it's fairly certain that he is he's still as heavily involved as he was but he is such a huge part of that show yeah that yeah. he could not be. Uh, and then I was saying to him that, you know, like, it must be something to do with the Pertwee name. And I was saying about, you know, your dad is my favourite vintage doctor. And he <laughs> said, it's funny because the age I am now is the age that my dad then became the third doctor. Which was that's scary. Crazy, crazy. And I was just like, all right, okay. I'm sure it was weird for you meeting him as well. Because you probably just saw so much of his dad's oh, yeah, face. Yeah. He is so like Especially the nose and the eyes. Yeah. More than anything. You know, like, he could almost do that thing, you know, like in... Um, God, what's his first one called? His first story that, you know, like the eyebrows go up and down. Yeah. He can enough do that. And then one that I wasn't planning on getting, but I decided to get, was David Mazous. So his line was relatively short, and I thought, you know what, I'll go up and I'll meet him because again, he was like forty quid for an autograph, and I'd done. There was a couple of people that I was planning to get into, but I thought, you know what, I get this done. So I went up, and then the person in front of me had said to him that they had just been engaged like the night before and he wrote oh he so he got an eight by ten wrote congratulations and then he wrote like so many exclamation marks and then somebody <laughs> went you might as well just do infinity at the end of it so he did that and then signed his name and then i went to, and he was saying that his silver and gold pens weren't working that well mm-hmm. now i had a silver pen with me that i bought because i thought david wanted it so whenever i went up he was, you know, like, introduced himself, and I went, oh, here's a silver pen, by the way. And I went, all right, thanks very much. So you can see there, it says, Chris, thanks for watching and bringing a pen. You the man, P.S., don't tell Sean. Because his <laughs> helper then went and stole a gold and a silver pen from Sean's table, because he was away for lunch. And then he's done the wee bat symbol, and then just signed there and be Wayne. But, nice one. Um, he was one, you know, um, again, somebody... With him being so young as well, you expect him to have a chip on his shoulder, but just a real down-to-earth guy, and just one that I'm glad that I went up and had a meeting with. Um, Awesome. So moving on, then at 20 past 12 on Sunday, we have Corey and Robin. Yes, so... I always, AKA Riddler and Penguin. Yeah, I always, with Simon, I always try to do a funny photo. So with... Whenever we met Michelle Harrison, who played Nora Allen, the Barry's mum, you know, like in uh, in The Flash, whenever we met her, I was like, right, well, how about we do a funny one? And then the one, I'm sure you've seen, is me reading The Flash comic. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, so I, I was changing my mind, and I said, right, what if we stand in the middle... And we put our arms around each other and we asked those two to look really annoyed at each other. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I like that. So we went up and, you know, like you introduce yourself and, I, you know, this is where you explain to them what you want done or you can show them in the photo. 
So I said, listen, can we just put our arms around each other in the middle and then you two stand at the end and just look really annoyed at each other? And they were like, yeah, sure. You know, like, if the, if they can do it, they yeah, can yeah. do it. In fact, there's a funny story I just remembered about Stephen Amell to say in a minute. So they're standing there and I've got my arm around Simon and those two are looking at each other and then the photographer's like, oh, Oh, oh right and then she took it and I went next and she went sorry I thought they just, the two guys said something to piss you off and that's why um, I wasn't ready so <laughs> that shows how you the photographer. that shows how good actors they are that they're fooling the photographer who's sitting there but again whenever I came down and I saw that photo I just laughed um, because of how you know that is the penguin look it's yeah. just that face and then the Riddler you know like he just becomes more prevalent as time goes on in Gotham and he for me is my favourite villain oh those um, two when it comes to Gotham those two along with Alfred probably the guys I enjoyed the most yeah um, in the show he was a big one for me he was meant to be there last year and he cancelled the thing with Stephen Amell is that there was two girls that went up to meet him and they said can we do this and it was basically like them holding him like and him pretend like he's sitting on a chair and he went are you sure you can do this and they went, yeah, and are you sure? Because I don't want to go on my ass. Yeah. And they were like, yeah, we could do it. And they lifted him up and you could see his face like, oh no. And then he smiled and he was like, way to go, girls. And I was like, wow. I was like, I'm not asking to lift him up. That's my, well, I got signed by Corey. That's cool. As well. That's I like the little Riddler thing in there, but um, he was he was one that I really wanted to pin off on the Saturday, but he was so busy. And then a Sunday, I just went up to him and finally... Um, got got to meet him um, and I was asking him how Saturday was for him and he said man I was wiped I went to bed at half ten I was like well it's nice to know that I share the same bedtime as the Riddler <laughs> to which he laughed you know and it's just having that you have more time in the autographs than you do and the thing with this convention is you're not hurried along you know like you, nobody outstayed their welcome but you would have a minute or two to talk to somebody yeah. and to say to them you know like you know, Simon had met some Riverdale people and was talking to them about personal stuff, which I, I don't really want to share. But no. um, it was nice that he was able to do that and for them to then Respond give something back yeah. to them, to him about that, you know. So, because um, yeah, that is the thing, is like from my experiences, again, going back to like access and all, it's nothing like that at access. No, it's go up, it's, sign off. Now, maybe that's partly because. Um, unless you buy a VIP ticket to meet the Undertaker, yeah, you've got that general access ticket, and that is it. That yeah. general access ticket gets you in. Go watch the you know the NXT guys, whatever it is, and then queue for whoever. Yeah, and it's a bit of a lottery with access as well. But you know you've paid your ticket, and you could realistically go and meet whoever you wanted. Yeah, that exactly. VIP. Yeah. So, in part, I can get why it's kind of rush, rush, but having that couple of minutes. Mm. to potentially say what you maybe want to say yeah makes all the difference because that's one of my favourite memories of uh, Access was talking to William Regal because mm. it was like I think it was was it New Orleans I think it was the New Orleans year so it was and kind of like you mentioned with Pertway yeah you showed an interest to where you were from yeah all the stuff you were talking about and it just makes the experience all that better it does um, like I had stuff in my head to ask David Mizzis because he was in the US version of The Office as James Spader's son and I was going to ask him stuff to do with that but then whenever I went up my mind just went and switched off yeah. I had stuff that I wanted to say to Stephen Amell to do with him and his F cancer campaign 
went straight out of my head and it was only it after, only after that because you're you're not starstruck but you're thinking right I want to get this signed and this and that and I have to you know like in your mind just going a mile a minute and then once you come out your mind goes oh here you should have done that and you're like Stephen and you're like Stephen I forgot to say this to you I love you bye <laughs> um, but yeah and then the last photo was me and Brandon Wright which, which is which is kind of a nice double up in the grand scheme of things because obviously Adam and Superman yeah he's my favourite legend and he was one now I already have an autograph from him which I think Robbie had got me and it was actually on a comic that had Superman Batman and Adam right okay so it had the three of them now obviously he hasn't played Batman but that was one that I was you know I was like do I do I not because he was 40 quid and he was do I get him or do I get somebody I don't have an autograph from? So that's whenever I picked David M- David Mazus over him. Now, at the end, now he was nice enough, you know, like, and he seemed to be pleasant to everyone and what have you, and just you know, like, said hello and you know, like, I thanked him and he said, oh, thank you, blah blah blah. But at the end of Sunday, then once I'd had his photo, I was then said. You can go down to, you know, like I'd been to try and get Robin Lord Taylor's autograph, he plays Penguin, and Hartley's autograph, he plays Ralph and Flash. So I went over there at, when I was told to, 10 to 4, and I went over and she went, the line's closed. And I went, you told me to come back at this stage, and I'm back here now. And she went, yeah, but the line's closed. And I went, but I'm VIP, so why can't I go up there? There's no VIPs there. No, it's because he has this or that to do. And I was like, right, okay. And that... If that had been Corey, I would have been more devastated. Right. I could have probably easily got Robin's autograph on the Saturday, but because you've seen how many photographs I had and then how many autographs that I got yeah. as well, there's only so many hours in the day. So then I went over to Hartley's, and Hartley was still there, but they closed the queue. So I was like, right, okay, fair enough. So this was whenever I was asking Simon where he was and went over near the ice cream van. So I went and I said, I need you, Simon. I was like, I'm just going to get an ice cream out of it, but I need you to come with me. So Simon and I then went and met Diaz. <laughs> so actually like that one there, which he actually did underneath that. Now, he was one that I hadn't planned on meeting, but because he was there and I had some money spare, I was like, you know what? I want to meet one last person. Yeah. I want to get a selfie or one. I hadn't got, apart from Danielle, I hadn't just got a selfie. With some, I didn't have anything for him to sign. So I said to Simon, right, come on, we'll go and meet him. No word of a lie, two days later, I got a message from Simon saying, thank you so much for letting me meet him because I've just finished Arrow and how much of I a saw, I saw his tweet about the Diaz episode. Of, of how much that he values now that he met him because if he didn't, then he would be cursing himself. So he thanked me for that. I was like, oh, that's fine. And then I had to apologise to Dave and Gemma because I was just like, I was really like, no, I need you to come here now because his line was really short and I didn't want him to go Aye. Um, so he was the last person that I met um, but yeah overall a good experience bar the end of Sunday um, and then obviously they close at 5 o'clock on a Sunday the good thing was was that where you went out you had your train station here and we were one stop away and it was like a two minute walk to the hotel lovely so for LFCC we're booked in a different hotel but there's a train station here and then across the road you have like a shopping centre which has like five guys and you know like all these other eateries so that you want to go to. So in other places to absolutely pig out in. 
Pretty much, yeah. So I'll probably come back for about four stone heavier. So I think it's fair to say you have a point here about experience at the con. I think we've got a pretty good idea of your experience at the con. So we're going to move into our first kind of tough question. Okay. And that is overall your favourite guest meet you see, at the con. That was hard because Dave asked me that and I kind of chop and change it because everyone I met was terrific. I didn't have a bad experience with anyone. But I think because I think because of how he talked to me, I would say that Sean Pertwee would be mine because if there was a silence, he would ask you a question. You know, yeah. so he would ask you, Where are you from? What do you think of this? You know, like and kind of, you know, not why are you meeting me, but you know, like you would say something to do with Alfred and then he would like comment on that. Uh, I'm not saying that the other ones didn't, but I just felt more of a connection with him. Well, that that again just adds to things because if he's turning around saying, right, for example, what you said, where are you from? Yeah. Then if he has an experience he can pluck from, be it, like you yeah. said, a filming experience yeah. nearby or whatever, then it gives you just that little tangible thing to go, oh, well, he has a connection where I'm from, so that's cool and blah, blah, blah. And but it also like gives that. your brain a minute or two to think about what do you mention next so then you mention about you know like his character you know you find that people all say you know like uh, your character i really identify with you know say with you know like like you said about caitlin's character you know like in danielle's character caitlin in the flash and how much she's been through and be like you know people can identify with that and be like you know you've lost killer frost i lost somebody then you know like to do with that that and they can identify with said character and and that means something to them you know i remember last year whenever um simon met Gemma whelan who plays yara is it in game of thrones yes i think it might be yeah and said how much he loved her character and she was taken aback by that you know fair enough that some people may hear it all the time but it's getting that response of that really means a lot to me you know and that's it should never be taken lightly no, and that's what Kevin Eastman said whenever I met him. Um, was like, I'm sure you hear this all the time. When if I hear that all the time, I get bored of saying that. I need to stop doing these, and that's what it is. You find people that are there just solely for the money, but then you find people who want to make that experience for you that little bit richer. You know, I actually have a thing on my blog, vendor316.wordpress.com, I believe, to do with my favorite ten guests that I met that were under. A certain price bracket oh cool so i'd actually tweeted people who were on that list and some of them like the number one one actually commented and said thank you for your kind words so um there is ones that you pay more, you know like mark hamill is like 145 quid thankfully i've never touched wood i've never paid that again for one autograph but you know like it's if that person means that much to you <coughs> you'll pay you'll, it, you'll yeah. pay that money because well is Mark Hamill ever going to come to Belfast to do a signing no, no. it just looks like <laughs> very that. very yeah unlikely. exactly so that's whenever you think let's go ahead and meet him because this is a once in a lifetime opportunity and this could be the case with these guys you know yeah you never know awesome so next thing we're going to mention here is and this is something that can be an interesting topic at conventions uh, be it positive or bad, and that is merchandise and like the pricing of things as well. Well, you see, the thing with this place is that downstairs with where you had the autographs, apart from M. Well, hold on. 
yeah, you had people downstairs and then you had some upstairs. So upstairs you had Riverdale people, Aisha T- Tyler, you know, you woman who does Ubisoft's yes. thing. She was Aisha Tyler. She had nobody there, like hardly anyone there. Oh dear. Uh, and then you had Riverdale people, you had Kitty Lots. So they put like the legends together upstairs. Then you had Emily Bet way over here by herself. And then downstairs you had the Arrow people together, the Gotham people together, the Torchwood people together, etc. Um, but there was only one comic place. And I got three comics. I got an Adam one in case I wanted to meet Brandon Routh. I got a Flash Season Zero uh, issue one, and I got a Flash special, which was the older one because I thought if I ever meet John Wesley Ship, I'll get him to sign that. You know, so it was forward planning in that respect. Um, but there was lots of like T-shirts, and if you wanted prints or art, fine or cushions. I mean, yeah, there was cushions with, like, Riverdale, you know, like, you know, Arrow, etc. They would put me in mind as being the big money makers for the stalls. Yeah. And I'd say they'd be probably cheap to make, but yeah. sell for big bucks. There were, and then there was other ones that had, like, toys, but some of the booths seemed very just thrown together last yeah. minute. That could be part of it because it's over here. It's in London yeah. sort of thing, whereas they probably have their set sort of vendors that kind of go around with them over in the States. With LFCC, you have... A lot more, you know. I was able to move around freely. Not that a case of LFCC, you're not able to, but it can be very congested. Whereas I never felt that, you know. I could put my arms out like that, like it was going to close line two people <laughs> if I wanted to, and it'll be fine. But with LFCC, you have so many stalls, you know. Like and downstairs, you have all the stalls lined up all together, you know. Like, and then you go around the corner, and you have all these ones together, and then you have upstairs, you know, like so. Like LFCC, I'll be like, right, I want to hunt uh, for this comic, that comic, this comic, and then I go and hunt through them. So um, it's very easy to get your bearings because the next day you didn't have to think, right, you know, I was able to show Dave and Gemma where everything was and go like, right, this is where this is, this is where that is, this is where this is, etc. So it was good in that respect, but... I would have liked there to be more... Just a bit more? More comic stuff, you know, because obviously, you like a place in space where I order my comics from were the only one that were there. And on the Saturday morning, they had sold out of all the Riverdale stuff because Simon wanted to get, like, a Riverdale pop and I was like, I overheard them saying that they were sold out of all that, so... Crazy. Yeah. So, this is another interesting topic. Um, Overall pricing of... the guests and stuff like that. How do you think that weighs up in comparison to the other conventions you've been to? Some of them were really, che- some of them were really cheap. Like for Josh Segarra, um, for an autograph and selfie was fifty quid. So and then, but then Tyler Hutchin, who plays Superman, Hawk- Hawkland or whatever, <coughs> who plays uh, Clark Kent Superman in Small or Supergirl. Supergirl, was fifty quid for an autograph. And 50 quid for a selfie. And you've been in like two episodes of Supergirl? Three episodes. Uh, Hartley, who, fair enough, hasn't been in many episodes, but has probably been in more episodes than he has, was £50 for an autograph and a selfie. That's very odd, like, isn't it? So, because Karen wanted to get a selfie from Tyler, and she had met... It's probably on that Superman name alone, isn't it, like? It's Teen Wolf. Oh, yes, forgot about Teen Wolf. That's why. Because she had met Mik- Mikad Brooks, the guy who plays Jimmy Ol- James Olsen in Supergirl, and he was only like 30 quid for a selfie. 
but he was wearing like a freaking Indiana Jones style hat <laughs> um, fedora yeah pretty much big hat and um, she met him and then whenever she came out of the queue I went by the way he's 50 quid for a selfie and she went no a selfie yeah because his pro photo was 70 quid and we were thinking about getting that but whenever that was that price I was like I can't I can't pay 35 quid for an, even half that you know like 70 quid yeah. 35 quid each I'd rather pay that for you know, like another autograph, yeah, from somebody for or something like that, or to upgrade because I had originally just had a Sean Pertwee yes, solo up, and then I was like, you know what, I want to get the two of them, and then so that's whenever I did the two of them, and then did you know Corey and Robin together because that way I've met both of them and I've got a photo with both of them too. At least you have that option as well. Like if you, if there was somebody else wanting to get a photo of this person, yeah. you could turn around, and you could say, well, here, do you want to go halfers? Yeah, on yeah. this and go. How does that compare to the other cons? Is that not that's, a formula that's followed, or is that a no, specific to them? If, or if I if I go to LFCC, um, so I go to LFCC, and you've seen me with say, right? So say Simon and I met David Bradley. Yes. Okay. If we want to be in the same photo, we both have to have a ticket. See, that's yeah. so. What the thing is is that with that with Michelle Harrison, say we did a one wherever I was hugging her and then he was like what's this about and then he was hugging her and then I was reading the Flash comic so you get you have to pay two but you have the two of them in it but you do get two photos right okay so you can have different poses so, so it's it's, it's six or slightly different yeah their options six to one half a dozen the other now MCM allow you to have I believe two people in it now MCM is a con that I've only done with you over here whenever we're pressed and that was just a horrible event because it was so... I think the location was terrible yeah. for that. And then I did the Birmingham one. I did the Birmingham one and the London one. And that's whenever the London one... And that's whenever they were bought over by Reed Pop, who do Celebration. That's why yeah. you're getting more bigger guests now, like Anthony Daniels did um, there. And then you had all the voice actors like James Arnold Taylor, Kevin Conroy, Jim Cummings... Uh, uh, Jess Harnell to name but a few um, so that seems to be the avenue they're going but they're scaling it down to just four cons a year right. so they're not doing it over here anymore that doesn't so, shock me and then showmasters are kind of pulled out of here after the big brouhaha that happened with the last one because people were complaining that there was no guests and they're like well you know to rent out this it costs this and they're like but you, you need to put stuff there I'm not going to I'm not going to go to a con to just look at merchandise because I can get this cheaper either online or in my local comic yeah. book store because obviously things are put it's like you go in an airport and you want to get a bottle of water you can get it on the street for 70p but in there is double that because you can't go anywhere else to get it can you? No. Nope. You know so um, in that respect going back to the photo thing I do like the fact that, like, with the Torchwood thing, with a group photo, like, say, with that original, or with the Arrow cast, or the Legends one, you can have up to four people. So then, with the Torchwood one, I think it was 230 quid. So split that four ways. And Gemma said that comes to less than a tenner per guest for everyone so to meet. Now, fair enough, I didn't get to talk to Gareth David Lloyd, but I still have a photo with me in the same vicinity yes. of where he is, you know, so... No, that's still, that's pretty cool, like... So, where would you rank it currently in terms of conventions? In, in terms of organisation, I would say that 
his organisation is is very good. You know, to have that thing up to where you have to queue up and everything. You know, so with the likes of LFCC, you have different batches. So with the likes of say, um, I'll just show you here as an example. Right, so say there's my ticket to meet. Whoop, that's a good one. Yeah, do that then, Chris. So there's my ticket to meet Ray Park, say, okay. Okay. That doesn't tell me, I know what batch I am in batch one, but that doesn't tell them what batch they are. So uh. say, say I'm batch seven. And then they go, okay, batch one. What's to stop me going up and going batch one? You know, whereas this... Unless that flashes up on a reader yeah, or something. Yeah, so if it, they scan it, it doesn't tell you. It doesn't tell you here. Seriously? Unless you print it off, that's whenever it tells you hmm. that you're batch one. So with the likes of this, it doesn't tell you. And you don't um, want to be carting tons of paper around with exactly. you for a ticket. Um, now, that's... Now, come to think of it, why not if you mention I'll get on that in a minute. But with this, you have your designated lines. So with your VIP, you have a wristband. With your gold and platinum, you have a wristband. And with general access, you just have your lanyard. So you can't go into the wrong queue and they go like, now, bear in mind that this has happened to me in some autograph queues because... And this sounds terrible, but people who have traveled from f far away to attend this convention were kind of maybe feigning that they didn't speak English in order to get what they wanted. Because that happened to me at least three or four times with mm. different cues is that, you know, uh, uh, you see them pointing and they go like, yeah, what? And then they're general access and then they're in the VIP queue. But you need to go to that and they would just stand there. So they can't forcibly move, th get them to move. But then that's cheating them ahead of the other ones. Yeah. You know, like, so you can near enough see them going around and then, you know, come down and then just speaking in English or whatever. So kind of feeling no, that. No, no um, but yeah, in terms of organization, like where the via, where the photo booth area is, to have all four together made that a lot easier too, just the lanes, etc. Um, the one thing I would say is with you saying about carting over bits of paper, you had to go to will call either the day of or the day before the convention to pick up your, you were given like, they almost look like trading cards. Okay. So every photograph I had, and Karen got me these, so thank you Karen for doing that for me. Um, that basically meant that she went and she showed my print-offs and they would scan it and give her the, the stuff. The stuff. So she gave me my wristband, my lanyard, and then all my photograph thing. So then whenever I went in, I just give that to them. And then that's, so whenever I had a clash my Katie Lott's photo was meant to be at two o'clock, but I'd swapped it with Simon because he was going to MCM. And his was at 2.50, which classed with Juliana. So I went up and asked someone, I was like, listen, I've got a photograph with Juliana at 2.40 and this at two and this at 2.50. What can I do? And she went, what are you? I went, group C. So she changed it to group A. So that meant that I had the two o'clock and the 2.50 window. You know, like, so it's talking to somebody rather than getting in a flap about it. Yeah. And it's talking to somebody. So in terms of organization in that sense, great. But the via the will call pickup thing, I didn't really like. Now, fair enough. Gemma and Dave had done the MCM on the Saturday, and then Gemma had bought the Torchwood thing. So he was messaging me, asking me where will call was, and I was like, I have no idea. Now we were just up at the photo area, and then he said, Well, can you see about getting this? And then Sam went over to this table and went, Where do we pick up like you know like auto photographs that we've bought? And she went here. So I just took that scanned it and gave me the card and that was it so he texted me just at the right time at the right place <laughs> and I was like yeah I've got it and Gemma was all made up because then that mean that 
whenever they arrived on the because they were general access whenever they arrived in they didn't have to stress about where to go to pick that awesome. up but yeah i would say that for me showmasters is always really well organized now i've heard reports of collector mini yesterday that there was stuff moved around and there wasn't a lot of stuff done um you know to change things whereas i think for me the london ones run really well but for me this this is a convention that you've paid good money to get into and it's been well worth it especially that vip thing was really good awesome so you mentioned selfies mm-hmm. it's a wee bit different in that obviously you're having to pay for your selfies because other cons you might be able to pull a quick selfie with someone if they're nice do you think the selfies are worth what you pay for them it depends on the guest you know with Josh Aguera you know like he's taking the photos and they'll do like Juliana did like a couple of funny ones with Dave and Gemma you know like did a couple of normal ones and a couple of funny ones but it just depends on the guest with Danielle I got because it was only an extra 20 quid and I thought you know what I would like to have you know one with her for that um but with certain people like with um with uh, Kirk obviously he was taking photos but I wasn't in them much that's why he did one down below to make sure the three of us was in it you know so it's maybe where I was standing you know because I was standing around the other side of him so I don't know but they seem to be part and parcel of things now is that you know whenever I met Chris Barry at MCM in Birmingham I said am I able to take a photo and he went yeah it's fine the only thing I would ask is that I'm collecting money for a charity Yeah. so if you put money in there that's fine so I put a fiver in there and got a photo with him that's fine but you find some people are like Tyler's price was just that's ridiculous for selfie for, and now he's wearing a baseball cap as well mm. and he's wearing that in the pro photos so I was thinking you know I'd be I'd be very annoyed if I went and paid 50 quid for a selfie yeah but and he was wearing a cap which like put shade over his face yeah. and stuff like that now bear in mind that his if you had bought his pro photo was 20 quid dearer so for a lot of them you'd go for the pro surely yeah for a lot of them you would need for a lot of them for him he needed to be at least 40 he was charging more for selfie than Katie Lotz was let's put that in perspective he was charging more than anyone else was than the captain of the wave rider in Legends of Tomorrow yeah so he was she was charging what was that 40 40 yeah so he she was Karen got a selfie and two autographs and that came to 100 quid so she got two autographs and a selfie and then with him you would have got an autograph and a selfie and let's bear in mind that she has been an arrow and been in the crossovers so pretty much day one yeah he hasn't i can understand if he's been even in the crossover episodes but mm. he hasn't yeah you know so if that was me if that was my money i would have done the same i would have went and met her and just said him, it obviously it just, it just boils down to probably how much they've had to pay him to come yeah, it's personal preference, and really. But the agent has negotiated reasonably well for him. <laughs> that's what they say is that the agent makes the prices, not the, not oh. the, not the, uh, not the convention, which is fine. But because as well, you don't know the photographs or auto, you don't know the autograph or selfie prices until the day of. Whereas with El- with his showmaster stuff, you're I, told you're you, told up front. You know, fair enough. With the likes of say Ray Park. I've met and I got a he asked me if I wanted a photo I was like duh um, so whenever I meet him again um, he actually posted something on Instagram saying that sorry if you were in the queue and it was a bit of a wait 
but he likes to talk to people. Yes. And that's an experience. Is like, you don't mind, like Dean Cain, whenever I met him, he spent like, must have spent about five minutes with me. Um, but it wasn't rushed. It was, hello, how are you? You know, blah, blah, blah. Talk about, you know, um, New Adventures of Superman. Talk about Las Vegas, to which he said, I shouldn't have got paid for that show because that show was so much funny, so much fun. And he went, oh, and now the woman, he was like, oh. And then you see the woman helper, like, looking around him and he went, just carried on sign. I was like, okay, thanks. Um, be, but yeah, be, be careful, dude. Yeah, but not knowing the autograph prices, that's one thing I would like to change because then you can't really budget like a lot of people said take their autograph price and take a tenner off that yeah. and then that that makes sense because because that's, that's the sort of thing it's like say for example say i turned around and you and say here chris would you mind of grabbing me such and such as autograph if you're getting it sort of thing yeah i couldn't have made that decision you couldn't have made that decision and thus have potentially the money there to do it yeah until there at the moment because that's the sort of thing it's like when you mentioned like Capaldi's going to be at one of your upcoming ones mm-hmm. and I was like oh, that'd be really cool maybe see about you getting me an autograph and then you were like it's X amount and I was like oh right okay that's the same with Mikey <laughs> Mikey asked me to get a Sigourney Weaver autograph and I went that's fine you want to wing the 85 quid to me and he went what and when she's 85 it's, pound it's went, crazy, like and he was like it doesn't matter but as again it's a high profile guest <laughs> he, he likes her not that much yeah um, he's one that's on my maybe list but whenever I look at what I want to get done half of that is what his autograph would be wow so like with meeting six or seven people comes to like 150 160 I, quid. I would be going for the more meetings yeah oh yeah i'll be doing that but then it's a case of if i can get a vq ticket and if i can meet him then i will but if i can't if i can't i've got a photograph with him so that's the way at yeah. least i'll be meeting him in some way shape or form is the way i look at it so Probably key question: Would you go back? This is always a big thing. Is whenever you finished a convention that people ask you, "Would you go back to it?" And it would be guest dependent. It would have to be people that I haven't met before. So say they got like a Tom Cavanagh or the guy who plays, say, or Victor Garber who plays um, Professor Stein in Legends, say, or um, oh God, Cisco from Flash, Joe Iris from Flash, you know. Um, Katrina Law who plays Nissa Al Ghul yes Erin uh, Richards who plays Barbara Gordon they would be ones and if they she were she up a wee bit oh yeah um, she's she's like on the one of the top of my list she's just an absolute gorgeous woman plus the fact that she plays such a good character in Gotham you know from where she starts and then where she is now is just a big polar opposite you're such a tease I know that's why season 3 of Gotham seriously <laughs> is one of the best seasons of it so that's why I would urge you to uh, fair enough with Gotham it did take me a while to get going with it but once I got going through season 2 and then season 3 you'll just go whoop and then season 4 is just finished and the season finale that was probably better than the Arrow and Flash season finale wow mm-hmm. okay yep. so I have to avoid any and all spoilers for that yep. get yep. watching it eventually yeah That'll maybe get me through the dry spell but, yeah, over the summer but, into the new seasons. But it would be something that if I was to do, I would share the VIP with somebody else. You know, like rather than paying all that money by myself. It makes logical sense. It You know, like they'll do offers throughout the year and I'll be like, right, we'll get it. Then there's two for one or whatever. Yeah, we'll just do it then. And then, you know, like because I, I was kind of gutted that Tom Kavanagh cancelled because yeah. that's the thing is that you, start, you buy stuff 
you know, for people to sign and then they don't appear. I'm like, well, I can keep that until... He'd be up there for me. Yeah, exactly. As someone to me. Yeah, but he was one, like him and John Wesley Ship, the guys have met and said that he's like your fun uncle. You know, whenever <laughs> you meet them, they're like really welcoming and they're just really nice people the, to the meet. The good uncle, not the drunk uncle. Yeah, yeah, the good <laughs> one, not the drunk one. That's exactly it. So we'll kind of segue off of Heroes and Villains fans fest I think overall you can say fairly positive experience yeah yeah I was one that I was really glad to do you're a bit apprehensive going into it because you don't know what to expect you know whereas now whenever I do it next year if I was to do it next year that'd be one that I would want to that'd be one that I would be like oh I know how X, Y and Z works you know what's on the horizon then well, next is London Film Show Com- me the horizon. Next is London Film Comic Con, which I have quite... Noel Clark was just announced last week for it. And obviously, big part of Doctor Who, but for me, massive part of Revita's Pet. Is he trying to find an 8x10 for that? I'd say pretty hard. I actually found one on eBay, but it was the wrong size, so I copied the image and ordered it from Snapfish. <laughs> so... Uh, it's one of them on the bridge um, and it's got like a big bit of um, blue here so we can sign it there. So he's a big one for me and then I'll say Ray Park and, you know, Pearl Mackey, Tom Welling. Obviously, I've started now re-watching Smallville and it's funny because obviously, are you up to date with Supergirl? Yes. Yeah. Obviously, Cara's mum was Lois in Smallville and in Smallville, oh, that woman. And then you look at her now and we're like... This is just the episode where Chris is like, I like this woman and I like this woman. Yeah, exactly. I like Odds of Women's. Um, but no, it was um, that's next. So that's at the end of July. So that'll be one that I apologize in advance, but this will be one that'll be really because it's a three day event. This oh is dear. this is a two day event. And how long have I been rambling on for? We're approaching the hour and 20 minute mark. Holy good Lord. That one there is probably going to be double that. And I'm. I'm not even joking, you know, like I would say, have a good nap beforehand, <laughs> stock yourself up with food and drink or whatever, but that's one I'm really excited for because this is kind of the annual meet where, you know, you, Everybody goes. you kind of meeting people that you haven't seen for a while and then you, after this con, sadly, you don't know whenever you see them again. There's one in Wales that has, you know, like it has um, your woman, Mantis from... Guardians. Guardians and some other big people, Trish Stratus, Mick Foley, and to name, <laughs> to, name but, to name but a few, but it's the start of December, retail in December time. No, that does no. not mix. And plus no. the fact I can't fly directly from here to Wales, I have to fly to Manchester, Liverpool and get the train down. Is there seriously not a Belfast car flight even? Nope. You can go Bristol. There's, you can go Belfast to Bristol, like Bristol isn't, car, isn't Wales, it's just on the near the border yeah. that's maybe your better one but uh, well um i shall talk to you about getting to wheels experience i have plenty of experience of it all right okay but uh london now yes yeah so london's the next one hotel was booked whenever they announced the dates so the hotel for simon and i's 300 quid so 150 quid each to put it in perspective one of the girls, Anna, who's going, she's only going because Tom Welling was announced. Um, she's sharing with somebody and she's paying double what we're paying because she booked She booked later. It is the hotel prices in London can be absolutely scary. Yeah. Like, we've talked about it in the last couple of episodes uh, with the Royal Albert Hall stuff that's going on with WBE soon. 
it's if you don't get yourself in there early, yeah, you're going to seriously pay for the best thing for you. To, the best thing for you to do is if you know roughly whenever the dates are, you book a hotel on Booking.com. Say if you're in the UK, free cancellation. Yeah, that's what I've done. Um, the, amount of, the amount of times I've done that and I've never ended up going to yeah. places or events but it's just having that safety there, net yeah and then just having that fair enough I did book one and they did take money out of my account and I was like why have you done this I'm like because you booked it and I was like but I did the free cancellation no you didn't I was like oh right so mm-hmm. every time now I, I'm making sure that before you free hit it says like cancel you know pay, hours before. pay a property and it's like oh, okay go for that one then so yeah Awesome. Well, that was probably a bit longer than you thought you were going to go. Yeah, pretty much. But uh, thanks but for listening if you're still with us. If not, wake up! <laughs> but uh, we shall give everybody a heads up about what is on the horizon in terms of episodes. What is on the horizon, Alan? I don't know. Okay. No, I'm only joking. Right. Um, so E3's coming up. It is, yeah. So it is uh, over in Los Langeles. Um, and we're going to try and do a couple of E3 specials now we've, we were working it out earlier on and uh, we've broken it down um, we're not going to cover absolutely every single tiny uh, event at E3 but Chris has it all figured out in front of him here so I will let him explain to you what we're going to attempt to do at least yeah so uh, there's like a couple of different conferences um, now, obviously, Microsoft, Sony, and Nintendo are the big three gaming giants. So, for what we're going to do is try and record these on a certain evening and then have them up available on that day. So, on the Saturday, on the Saturday, and the on the Saturday um, at seven o'clock our time, EA have their press conference, and then on the Sunday, Microsoft have theirs like at nine p.m. So. It would probably be a bit late for us to be getting an episode up on the Sunday. Yeah. So just the way, because Microsoft are notorious for going on and on, a bit like us, yes. um, with their conferences, talking about all their different video services and other nonsense as well. Indie games that nobody wants. But it would probably, I'd say, expect that on the Monday evening. Yeah. And then... Sony is at 2 a.m. on the Tuesday morning, and then at 5 p.m. our time is Nintendo's one. So that's more doable. So we would have the episode up there on Tuesday night because Nintendo's one doesn't last that long. Now, bear in mind that I'll be working until 6 maybe if I'm working then. If not, then we may watch that together and then have fresh thoughts after that. You know, like because if you follow like IGN on youtube or whatever they normally put up the videos from each conference anyway so there is in between there is ubisoft and square enix now ubisoft obviously we'll have a new assassin's creed worse whether square enix will come out and say you know like about final fantasy Fantasy, exactly yeah so you just don't obviously um, i don't know whether you've seen leaks about the sony one i've heard rumours but yeah, you, don't, like, you don't know what to take these yeah because you can knock anything up on a piece of paper you know and like try and make it look half it says official. about you know playing PS3 and PS2 games on your PS4 and I don't buy that Resident Evil 2 remake um, gameplay which I really hope that we see but yes if the, if something major or something grabs our attention from the likes of 
uh, UB or Square Enix or whatever will probably throw those in to like the Sony yeah. the Sony and Nintendo episode. Now these will be like Nintendo's conference. These will be the shortest of our episodes. Well, I say that now, like, but you know <laughs> you they'll, that they'll not be going on for like about a, an hour and a half. They'll be going on for maybe about less than an hour. I would say for yeah. each one. Um, um, it's there's probably going to be plenty you can talk you could talk about, but unlike in years past where we've talked about E3, we'll probably pick out the games that interest us the most. Yeah, we won't just talk about absolutely every. Single yeah, game. I don't want to talk about you know freaking steep two or whatever. You know if that got announced, you know like something like that. If that gets announced, then you get a pat in the back. All right, okay. If that gets announced, I will not be talking about it. I'll get a pat in the back, and that'll be it. I'll not be talking about it. But yes, that that'll be uh, on the Monday and then the Tuesday yeah. of this coming week, folks. So you won't have to wait long for it. So you're getting two episodes uh, for your money next week, and then after that, things are going to line up fairly perfect for the episode after that. Yes, they will do. So we've done X Men. Yeah, we've done. Blade. Blade. Yeah. So next up, we're going to talk about a movie that's going to be celebrating its 30th anniversary, uh, mere days after this episode, um, when it, you know when it's released, is going to drop. Yes. Um, and that is Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Yeah. Um, something that we've went through, you know, anniversaries and stuff, and I've made a list of other ones that are around there in case we want to go back to one, you know. Um, but yeah, like 30 years, is like, that's scary. So it is. It's, it's, it's ridiculous, and we'll probably talk about it more when we actually talk about the movie. But thinking about that movie being 30 years old and what it achieved and what it did is ridiculous. Yeah, totally. So, so it is, but... Yes, that's what you have to look forward to in the next couple of weeks uh, in your podcast feeds, folks. Um, like I said, and I'm not saying this to wind Chris up or anything like that, but Solo we will talk about eventually. <laughs> we will get there. Even if um, we don't, it may be a Solo review by somebody. <laughs> you know. Uh, but yeah, we'll get there eventually with that, uh, and we'll maybe end up talking about Deadpool at some point as well, because Chris definitely wants to go and see Deadpool I want to see Deadpool before I want to see Solo is basically the way it is there you go folks <laughs> uh, but yes thank you all very much for listening feel free to follow us on Twitter at RetroShockPod I'm at Alan GW Price and he's at Vinto316 uh, before we clock off I think I just want to say I mentioned this to Chris just before we uh, recorded here today I want to say thank you very much to everybody who's been listening to us uh, since we've come back you know previous listeners before we came back the month of may was scarily successful for the show um i was shocked to see the numbers when i checked it the other day yeah we've got six listeners instead of five now <laughs> Woo! awesome yeah uh no it's a wee bit it's a wee bit better than that. seven <laughs> so it is it's it's been it's very cool to see the numbers for this last last month because basically we've had to start from scratch again yeah so we have and you know with a fairly uh with a fairly strong and substantial listener base in the first run of the show but you know if you don't listen to your show for a number of weeks in your itunes feeds or whatever yeah, you unsubscribe from it it pauses it yeah. so there could be folks still who were original listeners of this show that haven't a clue that we're even back yet mm-hmm. but we're i back. but <laughs> from 
what I picked up, especially from the numbers last month, um, it definitely seems like Avengers and the Marvel talk really gave us a good kickoff again, and maybe had us rediscovered by folks who maybe listened in the past. Yeah, that's that's what I've picked up as anyway. But no, key reason of bringing this up, and I'm sure Chris echoes this, is just want to say thank you all very much for your support since the show has come back and. Uh, we look forward to continuing on this lovely, fun journey that is RetroShock with you all. Yeah, and never be afraid of like liking our Facebook page and even dropping a post there of something you want us to cover, something that's a little bit, um, you know, like mainstream, not like Page Master, Robbie, or stuff like that. Um, but yeah, just if there's something you want us to cover or some news that you've discovered that we want to talk about or whatever, then feel free to share us and um, we can put that into an episode. And also thank you to the uh, page on Facebook, the Turtles page on Facebook, that gave uh, our Turtles episode a share also. Uh, it, the Turtle episode definitely seemed to go down quite well last week also, so thanks oh, to those guys. So, uh, yeah, thanks for listening, everyone. We're away to go make a few cocktails, stick the shades on, and enjoy the very fleeting experience of what sunshine is like here in Northern Ireland so we'll see you next time say bye bye Chris bye Chris